The doors of the bar are now open. Cam gives us the lowdown on the new Canon PowerShot V10. We actually got this pre-release, guys, so it's pretty exciting stuff. We also have a chat about what it's like photographing, videoing, live events such as Glasgow, Wimbledon. And we do actually just uh, you know tip our hats to some of the creative decisions that have been made recently that caught our eye. Plus also, a guy covering baseball got more than he bargained for. Um, and then we do talk about photographic awards. Are they much cop or are they a little bit of a farce? Well, welcome. Uh, welcome to the Photography Bar. I'm Mark. And as always, I'm joined with Cam. And uh, before we get into all the things that we want to talk about, Cam has a couple of things he would like to say. I do, Mark. And it's for all of you listeners out there. Uh, just to say that if you enjoy the show, please make sure to support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel. And you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok. And all of these will be linked in the show notes. Please also leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app, such as Spotify and Apple Podcast as well. Now, Mark, how are you? Oh, I'm fine, thank you very much. And it just occurred to me, actually, we were talking about all those socials that we always have to sort of go through. Um, uh, you, you eagle-eyed listeners probably haven't uh, probably have noticed we haven't added threads yet. I mean, is that something to think we're going to do? Or well, they what was it? They had was it thirty million or however something many like in the first few in the first day or something? And it, that's all kicked off as well, isn't it? Yeah, um, crazy. And uh, but another social media platform that's which is what we all need. We all need yeah. another social media platform in our lives, don't we? We, we haven't got enough of yes, social media running that, our lives, exactly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so Mark, we are very busy in the photography world at the moment, aren't we? We've got uh, all sorts going on. Oh, it's, it's been crazy. I mean, summer are summer, summer is basically our busiest time, isn't it? Which is unfortunate because that's when the good weather is and it's when I'd really like to be having a barbecue, but um, yeah, it's uh. It's, it's been tough going the past few weeks and it's going to continue this month as well, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it's all good and uh, things, are go things are going well. Now, I wanted to jump into um, our friends from Canon who have very kindly sent us a, another product for review. Yeah. And the great thing about this is having had this product, we're one of the first people to get our hands on it because mm. this was sent to us pre-release. And it is a new camera. It's called the Canon PowerShot V10. And uh, as I said, Canon sent it to us. Uh, we had it for a few days. In fact, we took it with us to the South. Uh, Both the no, Wales, the and, Wales and West Wales and West Photography yeah. Show. So we'll go play about with it there. Um, and basically, the, the, this PowerShot V10 uh, is basically a camera designed for vloggers. Yeah. Okay, but uh, content creators... Content creators is what they prefer. They don't, they don't like the word vloggers, do they? <laughs> we call vloggers. That's right. It's yeah. been designed specifically. It takes video. That's what it's really for. But it also takes photos as well. Um, and now it's a pretty nifty little bit of kit. It, um, is. it because is. Because when I opened... Well, when I saw the picture on the box, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, they just said, look, we're going to send this over to you guys. Do you fancy giving it a review? I said, yes, of course. I, I did. As I said, I was expecting something... You know, is that looked a little bit more like the traditional power shot range that they had. Mm. Do you know what it reminded me of? Mm. And I know it's a little bit different. Do you remember those Sony camcorders that it was the the, the digital tape ones before we started mm. recording things onto smartphones? Yeah. You know, there's those sort of upright handheld ones with the 
they said it reminded yeah. me a bit of that i mean it's smaller than that yeah um yeah it just gave me that kind of vibe yes that's right yeah it's so just the look of it felt like quite cool um in that when it records unlike a phone if you're recording video say for something like tiktok or instagram you're always recording your video in portrait because this is a landscape this is the, the screen is actually landscape although it's a portable product it's held sort of portably um it has a uh, landscape screen to it and that sort of takes you a little bit of time getting used to but really it's the correct way to shoot video because you would you would normally always shoot video in landscape it's holding on phones people are getting used to holding a phone up and shooting something in portrait yeah. mode yeah. a little bit odd um but as i said it's a real nifty little thing very very lightweight um about the size of a a, a size and width of a standard mobile phone i guess um something like that nice little screen on the back but as yeah. i'm saying it's been designed specifically for vloggers very lightweight it, a, a really sort of different type of design um you can pop it into your pocket and it sort of fits in snugly and including that as well it's got a little stand on it as well so the good thing about this is that you can actually um pop it down on the table open the stand up which is built in it's not a separate attachment or anything and then you can flip the screen around and you can film yourself and obviously mm -hmm. see yourself on the screen that, that flips up um i, I was going to say is it a little bit like a gopro um GoPros are incredibly wide angle, though, aren't they? Yeah, I think this it has an optical zoom. Sorry, I can't remember if you said that already. Uh, no, no, it's a, a focal length of eighteen mil for stills and ninety millimeter for video. So no, it right. doesn't. So it doesn't. Okay, no. so it is it is a wide view, but you do need that wide view for for mm. vloggers. Generally, need a wide view on it, but it's quite. But GoPros it, it, are almost um, fisheye, aren't they? I mean, they're they're yeah. really wide. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and I don't know whether you, I don't think you can zoom in with GoPros, can you? But this one definitely is. It's it's got a fixed wide angle lens. Uh, the interesting thing about this though is it, it's compared to a GoPro, and I was surprised about this. It's not actually waterproof, uh, but saying that the GoPro is like an action type of camera, whereas it is a this different beast, isn't. I think. So maybe yeah. it doesn't need to be waterproof. I mean, it probably is water uh resistant i would guess to a certain extent but not necessarily you know waterproof as they were saying so you can't go around throwing around in water and, and doing that sort of thing or getting yeah. it covered in water um but it's got some really cool uh sort of um features with it uh in one as i said in the way that it's actually held um but it's let's talk about Actually, let's go from the beginning, Mark. We're, we're, talk, we're talking about the shape and we're talking about the buttons and everything. I yeah. think the, the buttons on the camera, a little bit fiddly because it, mm -hmm. everything's so small. I think that's yeah. one thing. You have to sort of almost put, put your thumb or your nail into to some of the, mm. uh, to, to press some of the settings. And I think that's always the way as things get smaller. We love them as things that are small as well. But at the same time, they can be a little bit fiddly. Um, but it's not full of buttons in the back. It's got the, the the round dial right in the middle, and then it's got four buttons, two left and two on the right. And you can one is the menu button, one is a playback. You've got the record button on the front, uh, which I think is quite handy. It's just underneath yeah. the lens, so you just put your hand around it. And if you want to record and you're filming yourself, you just, just press the button there. So yeah. the actual body is quite nice. The version that they sent us was in black. I don't know if they do it in any other colors at all. I know that we were recently sent, was it the R, was it the R50 or something they sent? uh yeah yeah it was uh it was in white wasn't it so and that, they sent it in white. we reviewed that, that in a previous uh yeah podcast. and that took a little bit of getting used to just seeing it in white but this was the uh this was this was quite nice the actual feel of of holding it very lightweight is quite nice mm. um, 
turning it on, uh, the first thing that really sprung to mind was the was the face tracking because I think it was it had already been programmed in or something or whether it turns mm. on the auto face uh, face tracking. So if you're obviously filming and you're moving around with a camera. Uh, and you're say, zooming in and out or you'll say you're walking through a room or you're outside and you're walking a- along a path or something the fo- it, it, it's obviously focusing as you're walking along and I thought that worked really quickly and we were playing a little bit about weren't we with the with the face tracking water focus mm, yes we were yes, and we were. and and I think that works that I thought that worked really well because with vlogging unless you're filming yourself, a lot of vlogging is all about moving fast moving to the left moving to the right moving up or down and there's mm. this fast you know, a lot of people that work very, very quickly when they're when they're vlogging. Very much like a phone, I would guess you're going to use it in the same way that you you would with a phone. Well, um, I guess it's for those sort same sort of applications, isn't it? I mean, it's uh, it's it, it's a piece of equipment that is akin to what a phone can do for you. Yeah, um, it probably does it a much better quality, by the way. Yeah. Um, and it's more of a professional kind of thing uh, than what a phone does. But it is to replace. You know, if if you're a, a content creator yeah um that is um you know doing stuff for instagram or 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 anything along those lines then this would be the next step up from using your phone i guess yeah that's right yeah i mean it does record it does record high quality video and i say that not hesitantly because it depends what you want to get you know i mean there's Mm. no point in comparing this say with let's say you know sony a7 III or something it's not broadcast it's not it's yeah social media quality yeah that's right internet quality so so what it's actually used for is more than good enough so yeah um you know i looked at some other bits and pieces of other people that had filmed on it and they were saying well look the quality isn't as good as this camera it's not as good as other cameras and whatever but really it depends what your final result wants to be and this is about picking up picking something up and, and and using it turning it on very quickly and using it without having to faff around with so many buttons um you know uh so and when i played around with it i turned it on and off a few times then put it onto one standard setting and i was good to go uh in light conditions then moving out to daylight it seemed to adjust the light very well so for work for somebody who wants to use something that's very quick very easy quite basic to use once you've got the standard settings in then it's great but saying that i was able to set it to those standard settings because i've got a bit of background knowledge on what settings i wanted yeah. to put it on if you're coming in as a complete beginner yes the menu can be a bit of a minefield but you have to learn those things yeah. um you know but there are the sort of auto settings uh as it were um but yeah i've, I've, I've you know from from sort of quality wise, I think it's really good. It shoots 4K, uh, records for up to an hour, um, mm-hmm. and also does 1080, um, 60p full HD. Um, mm-hmm. So, and the other things, just reading from the list of things, it's got some inbuilt ND filters. Now, those of you that are familiar with ND filters, incredibly useful. Yeah. When it gets too bright, too dark, you can just pop on your ND filter. Uh, you know, and particularly when you're outside and it gets bright sunshine, you can just adjust that ND filter to, uh, you know, sort of uh, bring your exposure down to something mm. that's correct without having to adjust any other settings in your camera. Is it, so, is it gradual? Is it gradual? Is it an ND grad? I, or is it think just plain... it's, I think it's got, from what I remember, one, two, three clicks on it. I think it had three clicks because we've not got the All camera right. anymore. It would gone back. Yeah. So I don't have it here actually to, to hand. Um, to hold um charging wise it's got the usb-c um and the usual and and uh and the usual sort of uh canon apps that go with it um now 
what the other good thing about this is that you can live stream from it and that's one of the things that they wanted to do and make it easy and mm. we well, we've we, got to be we, honest yeah, we yeah. struggled with that didn't we, yeah, we did. <laughs> I, I think i think what it came down to was it was the general um the, the reception phone reception of where we were wasn't very good and mm. in fact because we were at the wales and west show at the time we actually went to canon and asked them how, how you know what are we doing wrong and you do it through your phone you kind of connect it uh wi-fi connection with your phone and your phone uses the the obviously the signal to then post wherever um however if there is no phone signal you cannot live stream uh, yeah. i think that's pretty obvious anyway um but yeah, that that was an issue. We we couldn't get the live stream to work because we wanted to do a little thing, didn't we? Um, whilst we were there, but um, yeah, yeah, we couldn't get that to work. Uh, would have been I, I obviously because you had the camera. I, I didn't uh, I didn't take it home with me. I probably would have tried it from home. But um, did you manage to try it? Or I did, but again, I needed to become more familiar with it. And yeah. and it was one of those things when you when you actually sort of said to yourself. Financial facts, it's just much easier if I just do this on my phone, you know, because a phone, you you always know, you're just set up good and ready to go with it. So yeah. there are a lot of people that would say, well, it doesn't really replace my phone. The phone's just easier to use. Um, I wouldn't say is that's it easy to use, or is it just that we're more familiar with it? it? I was going to say, I was going to say yeah. exactly that. It's not that. It's just that we need to put it on the right settings and get familiar with that, as we do with a phone. Yeah. You know, we've you know we've all had to learn how to use a phone. You know, that's one of the things that, uh, and I think again, that you have to learn how to, you'd have to learn how to set up and get familiar with all of the, the things that are within, within that menu. Then sort of mm. going back to that menu, you know, once you go into the menu and you press that round dial that you've got there, um, you know, everything's in there, but it's all there to be explored. Um, and it's about sort of going through it, setting it to the right settings and finding out that if you want to stream live, how can you do it? And you can connect it so that you can stream it through your phone as well. You can do all of that through the Canon app. And also it's worth bearing in mind that the apps that they have, they get more and more advanced as well. You know, so um, you'll, you'll buy a camera, but they'll improve the software on it. So the, the good yeah. thing about these cameras is that as they actually get better with time, they improve. You're not stuck with it from sort of when you buy it. So yeah, um, good. yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, overall i think picture well we said about picture quality was was really good but remember really good for what it's intended to be used for yeah. so i wouldn't say all right i'm going to go out and film a wedding or i'm going to go no. out and do a little commercial job for it or something because it's not built for that so don't let's not try and um compare it you know with too much it's got to be compared with like for like um it's better it's, than a phone yeah it, it is yes it is better than a phone it is better than a phone, but only, if you, yeah, but only if you know what settings to use and by yeah. experimenting and playing with it. You know, with a phone, you, you, you sort of turn it on and you're almost good to go with a phone. Mm. Uh, here you can do a lot more. You can get far more sort of creative with it as well, mm. I think. Um, yeah, and I think well, cost-wise, you've got to weigh that up. I mean, how much is your average phone? Well, an iPhone is about, oh, I don't know, uh thousand pounds i think if you were to buy it oh, it's probably over a thousand pounds if you're going to buy it outright we we generally do it on a phone contract don't we so it's what 50 pound a month or whatever it is including whatever data you've got um so it's hard to actually put into it but yeah i mean but then a phone does a lot more than just shoot a video i guess doesn't it so uh is it like for like i don't know yeah uh, no it's no yeah yeah i mean it's not it's not like for like because yeah as you said a phone does do a lot more this is built specifically for a purpose yeah. um but i mean it retails uh there's two versions of it 
the actual camera oh, okay. the actual camera is the same in the two versions it's just that what you get with it 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 gives you like a um uh i think it's about sort of 430 pounds to buy the actual basic camera kit um and that comes with the camera it comes with the little stand the, the built-in stand and i think the built-in stand is really nifty uh that's really cool yeah. um yeah i like i like that and within the box, you get the power cable, you get the case, there's a lens cap, there's a windshield and wrist strap. As Hang well on, for you, it. you get a case? Yeah, you get it. Well, cool. yeah, it, it's a soft case. Okay, yeah, so just like a, a little pouch, which is wow. really good. Now, one thing I didn't say was the mics on the top, because I'd actually tried the sound. And I thought the sound recording was really good, because from what I remember, it's got two little mics built at the top, so it gives you stereo sound. But it mm. also then gives you those little windshield things that you can put on. So if you go outside, yeah. okay, so, uh, I mean, it really is like two fluffy ears that you put on the side of it. Um, <laughs> but I thought that was really good. Um, it's, it's, it's a good little extra, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I'm laughing about the case. Back yeah. in the days, you sell a compact camera. I was working for Jessops. You never got a case with a camera. So yeah, the fact that you come to the cases, how yeah. things have changed. Yeah. And so that's that's retailing at about 4.30 in the UK. And then okay. the second option, as I call it, the advanced kit, it, that's priced at 4.60. And basically that comes with... Um, a cage so it looks like canon have got together with a company called small rig and basically what it allows you to do you can attach this uh um uh this cage to your camera and from there it's got all these little attachments where you can screw in a little ring light an external microphone that's so you can, pretty you, cool so you can that put all of cool. so you can put all on all of these attachments now i didn't have any of those attachments to actually um uh, to actually screw into those things but we were sent the advanced kit that was in there but i didn't actually use it i did have a look at it i could see how it works very well mm. um so yeah uh, so um so the, all the, in all the two kit options all in all and this is what people want to know is it a good um, bit of kit i think it i think it looks really cool i think that's yeah. the first thing it, it does feel quite nice stands I would, what I would want to do is I would want to use it a lot more. I'm not going to explain this very well. Um, I would really want to test it out. Okay. In uh, sort of more extensively putting it into yeah. different, using all the different modes and then really doing a like for like comparison with my phone. And um, I've got a Samsung flip. Okay. And yeah. I, d I do believe that, it's not so much the quality because this is going to be better quality than the phone. Because all be. these attachments on, I can do all of that. The only reason why I'm saying is it's, it's ease of use. Okay. Mm. If I was to use my phone, knowing that it was going to be easier, more immediate, I could pick it up and go. Um, am I, is that more of a priority than quality? Well, again, okay. I think, I think, I think the issue there is what you're using it for. I think if you're, <sighs> This sort of this is it's quite a specialist piece of kit, really, isn't it? Because it is for mm. a specific job, and that is, uh, you know, well, content creating, vlogging is essentially what it's for. Yeah. Um, but they don't like using that word. Um, but um, you know, and if you're if you're making money on doing that, um, and it doesn't have to be production quality, then um, then yeah, I can I can understand why people would want to buy it. And actually, I would then understand why people would take the time to learn it. Yes, the phone might be easier, but you know, you are getting a better quality of product, I guess. Yeah. yeah um, and the product yeah. is the video that you're selling on Instagram or YouTube or whatever. That that is where you, people make their money. 
Um, so I can see that. I, I do. I don't think this 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 camera is really directed at people like us. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, because that's not what we do primarily. Mm. It might be useful for some online marketing for our photography businesses, but that is where you might go. Yeah, I'll just use the phone for that because it's not something. It, it's not a product for us, is it? No, it, it no, it's 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 not a product for us. Um, when I mean they're not a product for us, I don't mean the Canon product isn't for us. I mean it's not a product. That, uh, if we were to use it, we wouldn't use it. Whatever footage that created we wouldn't use that to sell to someone that's not our product that's what i mean yeah 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 no i'm with you there um so and so my decision would be or one of my decisions would be you know um is the ease of a phone better than uh, uh, you know rather than the quality of it if i wasn't so fussed about the quality i'd stick with the phone if quality really mattered okay and it was really important Mm. then yes i would go for that hands down Okay. And what I really like about it is the real sort of pros for me are the feel of it is really nice. It's got this really, really handy stand, a built-in stand, which is great. So you can just sit it down and record yourself. Okay. And also the screen at the back, which flips around. And also the final thing that I really like about it is that this, the screen is landscape. So you're not having Mm. to record, you're not holding a camera to record video in portrait mode. And I think that's the other thing. And that's traditionally what it is. And you know what? I think a lot of us are starting to get used to the idea. If we record video, record it on our phones that we're holding it portrait. Cause I looked at it and I thought, Oh, actually that feels a bit odd, you know, looking at the screen, but it was a landscape Mm. screen and video is traditional landscape. So I think, but I do really like that as well. Um, great product um i think you know uh it's it for those of you that are vloggers out there get it get hold of it see if you can try it give it a go see if it's for you i think it's great to see canon are doing something different okay yeah you know and they, they are innovators i think sony are innovators canon are innovators mm. um you know i don't think and some of the other photography companies one in particular are particularly innovative uh in any way at all and I love the fact that Canon are doing this just to break new ground, just to something different, a different design. Yeah. They didn't send me one of their old pro shot, sure shot cameras, which is what I was yeah. expecting to actually get. They got me something that made me think, whoa, this looks it's pretty just, cool. What's this? It's, it's, it's a new thing. I mean, I, I guess it's also an experimental thing. Yeah. They're, 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 I dare say they've done a lot of uh, research on it and they've done a lot of focus groups on it. Is this yeah. a product that people need? Um, I guess it being the type of product, it might be a risky one. Will, will yeah. it or will it or not? I don't know. Um, but it is. I think it's a nice bit of kit. I think it's you know if if you're in if it's something that will really help you the kind of business that you're in, um, then it would be a good worthwhile investment. Mm. Yeah. Like I say, I would be buying one because I don't. It's not the sort of tool I need. Yeah. Um, and I'd right, yeah. imagine you're in the same boat yeah um, but, but just, put- just by the way just for those listeners who are thinking what sony camcorder was mark talking about earlier it was the dcrpc 100e look <laughs> right okay it, uh, it, it just reminded me of that but finally just my final thing i want to say on mark is i want to applaud canon for that i want to applaud canon for doing this for, for putting it through mm. and i'm not saying that because they send us products for review um you know our products are as honest working you know if you want technical reviews and something's far as a more technical in-depth review then you'll find those online ours are for real 
photographers and vloggers as it were just actually yeah. in use and but yeah you know i want to you know i'd certainly applaud canon for trying something new being bold something unique with their design as well yeah. and we love that as geeks you know we always say we're geeks aren't we Photo- i think all yeah. photographers and videographers are greeks they love their tech and everything so great thumbs up from thumbs up certainly from me canon on that so awesome stuff, good stuff. right, right. drink time okay let's go for it my round yeah. all right Right then. Well, um, yes, uh, there's been quite a few live things to watch recently. Um, I'm not sure if you watched Glastonbury, uh, Wimbledon's on at the moment. You've got the cricket. And I just wanted to you know, speak about actually some of the, the, the camera angles and some of the, the creative decisions that I've noticed on certain bits. I've actually been really impressed with that. I don't know about you, Cam, but I, I saw a bit of Andy Murray's match uh, before he got knocked out. Um, and I loved some of the, the the camera footage from the actual net when you see him running up and hitting mm. a, a a half volley or something. And I was just like, that's really, really cool. And um, obviously uh, the Guns N' Roses set on Glasto. Uh, yes, before anyone complains, I know Axel wasn't his best, but, you know, he's running around <laughs> at 61 like he's doing a bleep test. So it was pretty <laughs> impressive to me. Um, but some of the, 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 the camera footage on it, there was this amazing, there's a couple of good shots of Slash, which I thought was really cool. Um, and I noticed it when um, there was a shot of him playing guitar and he has these mirrored aviators on and you could almost see the colours in his aviators. And then they, they flick back to another member band and then they flick back to Slash because someone had obviously seen it and they zoomed in on his face and you could see the crowd in his sunglasses. It was then like a split second. like, yeah, that's a great shot. And then there was another one and it was just like, the um the, the sort of the, the creative decisions that were made again slash he was playing they can walk to sort of the side of the stage and where the camera was you could just see him and then the vastness of the crowd so it was almost like rule of thirds mm. um so the crowd really taking the sky and the crowd taking most of the shot and then there's just this little silhouette of slash which is so iconically recognizable anyway and i just thought there were some brilliant brilliant bits of footage um yeah, yeah uh, which uh, I just want to, you know, we, we do like to sort of recognise these things when we see it, and it, it it's great to see. I always think that these, that when you, when you watch stuff like this year on year, you see how things change and improve, and I actually sort of really pick up on stuff like that because it's a great way to learn. Because these guys are, I think they're they're, they're right at the leading edge. They're they're at the front line for creativity, mm. and I think it, and and as photographers and videographers, we all ought to watch how they're doing it because it's not just the actual filming, the angles. It's the guys in the production that yeah. that, that are geniuses. It's just as you were saying there with Slash when that guy must have clocked that uh, right, you know, with those aviators he was wearing yeah. and right let's switch back to that they, they're working at 100 miles an hour in those yeah. uh in those uh studios that they're working in those guys that are filming and I, it's I, pretty much live as well isn't it i know there's a 15 minute delay from broadcast to well mm. that the show starts 15 minutes earlier than the broadcast but for them yeah. they're working on it live you know oh yeah they are yeah yeah they've not got the time to think that i mean theirs is no. down really down to i think it's just cutting really out quick sort of profanities and things like that i think you know it's for that delay oh, well but... they didn't do a very good job with guns and roses on that. no i know gonna... <laughs> yeah that's right yeah but it was after 10 o'clock wasn't it, yeah, I think. it was, so it um so um i noticed that when it was the world cup last year i've got to remember it was december wasn't it the world yeah, november december, december yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. in qatar um i men- remember mentioning to you at the time which i didn't like how they were doing film shots of the crowd and they were and they were starting to use that depth of field and those cinema cameras and where oh the cr- yeah where well, they I, spoke on... that. I spoke yeah. about that i spoke about that um about the nfl 
couple yeah. of years ago now, I think it was. So it's just low depth of field. It's all it is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Low and, I depth of field. and I have to be honest, I don't like that. And yeah, I still I, don't I like, really it. like it. I Yeah. I, I, for me, it's just, uh, they were almost trying to be too clever and too sort of arty with it. And I was just thinking, no, I, love it, it. I don't think it works. It's like, but it's good because different people like different things. and They're trying things. You know, for me, it, it didn't work then. And I don't think it worked then. But I noticed that they weren't using it as much because I've been watching some of the Ashes, the cricket that's been oh. going on as well. And See? and not only is the coverage, I've noticed the coverage of the cricket is one thing that you do realise changes it improves every single year, but you see it with the graphics that these guys are using on the screen and the stats that they show that all changes as well. Mm. Um, you know, uh, and everything's becoming more immersive, you know, the camera angles are different, you know, they've got mm. camera angles, you know, they've got the, the, the cameras that, that go over the glides over the top, uh, I love those. you know, come down right almost onto the ground. They really almost, you know, and you know, I've not got a huge TV at home, but you can imagine having a massive screen at home. You really are. I mean, TV, TV is is an entertainment is moving towards sort of that whole immersive experience where I think you are literally going to be there and, and that's where I think that's where TV and movies will go where when you do watch something in the future it's like VR headsets really but it will be you just put your TV on and you're surrounded by the visuals I think that's yeah. where you know that's that that's what that's almost what they're trying to do now they want us to make us uh, feel as such a part of it now mm. um, and I think Glastonbury and the ashes cricket the tennis as you were saying the angles with uh with the uh, at the net yeah they're just getting more and more sort of immersive it's great mm. and the quality but the quality of the stuff that they're putting out the the quality imagery is brilliant you know yeah. we're not looking at substandard imagery here i mean they're talking they, you know they're using the uh, such uh they're using equipment that's right there at the top of the game stately up stately yeah. up yeah absolutely uh, and just the thing about that low depth of field footage um i mean i have actually noticed it i've i'm sure i can't remember if it was a sporting headline or but i'm sure they're starting to use it in the news as well with the presenter they are yeah they're seeing it and and the background's out and i really like it i, I think don't I, I i really do well it's it's a good talking I, point i guess so i've noticed on some of the like the news coverage channels whether it's bbc yeah. here in the uk whether it's itv or sky or something that sometimes yeah. they'll send a news reporter out somewhere and you can see that the camera guy is trying to be a bit creative he's got a different type of camera or something and they've dropped yeah. the background out of focus and a news reporter is just standing there talking to camera and yeah for me it doesn't work i think it needs to just be just be a static shot background I mean, I guess... focus I guess some of it is um, to do with it's it's so much better having that out of focus background than it is when you're blurring people's faces out, which is something that people now have to do. Yes. Um, I mean, I remember even in the 2000s, I, I walked past a news reporter, just a local news reporter when I was still living in Derby. And I got several text messages on my phone later on that day. Oh, hello, Mr. Famous guy. Hello, Mr. <laughs> Famous. Because, you know, people had seen me just walk by in the background. <laughs> You don't yeah. get that anymore. You know, yeah. everyone the faces are blurred out. So I'm guessing using that low depth of field will just blur them out anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I guess but that I think, does help yeah. with um post. I guess it does, yeah. But I guess it's more a look that they're going for. But I would say that anyone, uh, you know, if any of you are watching any live event, whether it's, uh, you know, um, uh, the cricket, the tennis in the summer here, there's going to be, I was there at the Isle of Wight Festival was on the week before mm. Glastonbury. Um, it's paid a little bit more attention. In fact, pay a lot more attention to the way that they are actually being filmed. And also the sound quality as well is getting so much better. It does, you know, it's going to with technology. And, it's a, and you watch it, they're going to come out with new ideas, new things now. You know, I, I was sitting watching Glastonbury. And I watched quite a bit of it again this year, and I was sitting thinking to myself that I know that when you're actually at the event, it's it's always going to be 
you know, it's going to be much better. But I was actually thinking what I was watching it thinking, do you know what? It, it is so much more comfortable watching it from home because the way it's actually filmed now, the way that it's actually broadcast and because we've got our TVs are so much better at home and we've got sound bars, and everything, you almost sort of think, yeah. not, not in a, no, oh, I can't be bothered type of go. I'm, I'm an armchair fan. It's not that at all, but do you know what? It is great watching at home because you can really get into it purely because of the way technology has moved on with, with cameras and lenses and production and editing techniques. But Mark, now, so I haven't talked, spoken about sort of Glastonbury and uh, um, the ashes and the tennis and how things are being filmed at events. Um, one of our listeners, uh, Craig, sent us an email uh, recently about a story that he'd come across and said, well, you know, would this be worth talking about? And we looked and we thought, wow, this is really good because there's a real lesson here for every photographer and every videographer listening out there. Mm, well, I mean, you know, we were just talking about how great some of this footage is. And as you do have to bear a thought about the people on the ground who are giving us this footage, you know, because actually it can be quite well, dangerous, I suppose, in a certain way. Um, but uh, to, to, to cut to the chase with this story, um, there was a photographer who was covering um, a, a baseball game. Now, you have to bear with me. I don't know that much about baseball, um, but the, <laughs> the, the, the game, is it a game match? I don't know. Um, anyway. Uh, he was covering the Pittsburgh Pirates versus the Miami Marlins, and it was an MLB game in Florida. And um, there was a foul ball um, that was um, hit. I don't even know really what a foul ball is, um, but nevertheless, I'm assuming someone hit it badly. Um, but this foul ball, nevertheless, was traveling from the bat at 104 miles per hour and actually hit this photographer's lens. Now, the photographer, I'd say, was, uh, was Jim Russell. The lens in question was a Sony 400mm f2.n lens valued at $12,000. And this ball went full ball straight into the end of the lens. Um, now, it, like you said, uh, Cam, it was Craig that sent us this email, but he did send us a link. And the link is, is, um, is from Petapixel. Uh, so best give them a shout um but yeah it was a crazy thing and there is a certain lesson to be learned here cam isn't there there is indeed now just before we jump onto that lesson one thing i will because you were saying you didn't know anything about baseball and you made it perfectly clear in your description that you don't know anything about baseball but i don't I do know not. anything about baseball either <laughs> um and now but, but i've been watching a lot of the a lot of the ashes the, the cricket here in the uk and the fast bowlers are bowling anything between about 85 and 98 miles an hour something like that Whoa. so this baseball has gone in at 104 104 miles into his camera now there is a story here there is a lesson to be learned here obviously you're going to need to protect your gear and in these situations you never know what's going to happen but but let's talk about insurance did the photographer have adequate insurance mark you would have thought so because he was probably if he's a freelancer he must have done you're not going to buy a lens are you uh with uh worth that much and not have insurance or was he covered by the company that he was working for was he on well, a shoot? so obviously he had insurance didn't I mean, he just to say as well that uh, i mean baseballs apparently apparently this is a regular thing right so baseballs will sometimes hit broadcast cameras during games apparently right okay um but those cameras are often equipped with filters that protect the actual I lens element 
I get of, that. So while yeah. expensive, those collisions don't usually end up with yeah. completely destroyed lens, which is what's happened here. Yeah. Um, um, it's far more uncommon for a baseball to hit a photographer's lens. So he was a photographer. He wasn't a, a video broadcaster. He wasn't yeah. a broadcaster. No. Yeah. Um, so especially considering that most um, are in the photo pits and at some level of protection, which prevents this sort of situation yeah. happening, basically, according to, to Petapixel. But um there was actually with this post there was an update and actually turns out that um Russell's equipment wasn't insured it wasn't insured it well, was not insured go. um so the lens is a total personal loss um, a group of his fellow photojournalists have launched a crowdfunding campaign to help him replace the lens um, and apparently it's received an impressive amount of support thus far um it's a well, freak accident good. uh jim says uh jim Russell, the photographer he's a uh, freak accident um, he's worked every day grinding out mostly sports assignments for wire services after leaving the south florida sun sentinel so he was obviously uh sun sentinel must be uh a, a magazine a paper or something um, so the the south florida sun sentinel senior photographer yes yeah, so um he, he used to work there. He's a freelancer now. Um, and of course, he has to supply his own equipment, including computer software. But all my stuff is insured. I, I don't know about you, but yeah. I've also got personal liability, personal indemnity. I've got mm. all of I that wonder stuff. If, um, I wonder if he just overlooked it or whether it was just one of those things that he'd forgotten to do. Or do you think, oh, he bought it and just didn't think, you know, you never think it's going to happen to you, which is why we all have insurance, don't we? You know, where, you know, I'm sure I'll be fine with it. I'll pack it away carefully, put it in my bag and. But, you know, we're going to be an event and yeah. So anyway, a lesson to be learned there for everyone is, is make sure that your uh, insurance, that your gear is actually insured. And that has reminded me because I think I do need to do some checks as well, because my actual I had an email up a few days ago saying that your insurance is due for renewal. So I'm going to ask them to send me a list of what's insured and, and what isn't mm. insured. I think I do need to update that. I do. Yeah. I know I do. So, yeah. Um, yeah, interesting there. Interesting lesson for all of us. So. Mark, I think it's your round. Is it my round? Again? Are you sure? <laughs> so, Cam, I understand you wanted to have a chat about something. Now, uh, for those um, avid listeners, we know we have covered this before a few years ago, but um, I think it's worth talking about again, really, because it is something that um, <laughs> it's a bit of a hot topic for Cam. He, he does like to, to sort of share his views about it, but I can understand it because... Um, yeah, I, I think it's a bit bizarre bit of marketing, really, isn't it? But. Yeah, I, I do. And it's basically awards. And uh, and in particular, it's the it's it's the wedding industry awards, mm-hmm. um, you know, which seem to have cropped up in in recent years. And I've noticed, though, saying that, I mean, I've been receiving some emails from two companies in particular about the wedding industry awards Um but going back before COVID, there were others as well, which I've not heard from now, whether they're just not doing it at the moment or it's just not come around to the time of year where they need to be doing their uh, awards and everything. But or they the seem to have has been of, revealed. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they just seem to have, they're just not around anymore or, or whatever. Maybe it's just not the right time of year. But the wedding industry awards, um, are relevant or not, Mark? Well, uh, no one ever emails me about this stuff, so uh, perhaps my work isn't good enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's a strange one. I I have received a, um, some sort of mention awards and things like that uh, through Venture when I worked for them. I've, mm. I was um, 
you know they have this portfolio which is worldwide and my work's ended up in there and stuff which which is very nice although it doesn't really transcribe for me being self-employed because no one really cares about the venture awards if you're outside yeah. of venture yeah um but uh no i mean it's not something i've had a lot of contact with other than that really um you see i you know the the, the industry isn't regulated in any way um right you know there might be a group out there and say well look no one else is doing it so we're doing it and these are the people that we've got who are uh you know the the uh that the, we're the ones that have set this up and they they have these uh celebration dinners and they put the videos up and these local suppliers who attend this uh you know awards evening because they've been voted the the the, the best wedding cake maker in the southeast or you know the best photographer you know uh in 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 the northeast or something and i don't know about these awards because i've, I've really been ignoring these emails I won't say who it's come from but more often than not it's get your customers to vote for you you know yeah. uh you know it, and and really if well, anyone what does, the, what does the email say what what do you have to do i mean what what this is break it down well the, the the thing is 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 uh well i'll need to bring up the email because i didn't want to uh, i don't want to uh i don't want to actually read it out because i want to say i don't Your want to power phrase you want to power phrase i guess don't yeah you? this yeah that's right yeah and um but while i'm finding it um my thing on it is that who votes for it because it's very easy to say um you know, get your customers to vote because if if you're interested in attending in in winning that award, of course, if, you know you're going. Of course, you're going to get your family and friends to uh, um, not to know, vote for to you. Yeah, for of it. course, of course, you're right. Are. Yeah. Um and, but and I how much, and how much do they actually know? I'm sort of pausing yeah. because uh, because I, you know I don't want to come straight in and say oh these people are wasting everyone's time they're not legit or anything like that because you know these people are, they're, they're trying something. I mean uh, I've read I've just put up an old email from them. This goes well I say old it goes back it says you know we're trying to bring credibility and recognition you know and uh, you know it builds you know this is what awards do you know they they can help build build your brand i get i get all of that but you know there's the nothing is actually as i said it's not regulated there is nothing stopping me from putting up uh, on 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 my website saying award winner award winning mm -hmm. photography i could make up some names of some awards and put them on my website and say i won these awards mm. Okay. Yeah. You know, and and for me, it's nonsense. You know, uh, I have to say it. I have to say it straight out. Um, you know, d does it bring work in? Is it marketing? Yes, I think yes, it is marketing. There are people that are going to go on there and say, "Oh, well, look, he or she's won an award." They're, you know, they're, they're the, the the best, you know, wedding DJ in you know in in you the know, southeast in the southeast. <laughs> yeah. You know, and. And some people will say, yeah, that's me. I won that award. And hey, if you're not in it, then you're not going to win it. Okay. No, so, but, I, I, you know, you, you you look at it from both sides. You're not being judged by your peers, are you? And I, and I think that's the thing, you know, it's not like other DJs have gone to this. Day. Oh, yeah. He, he's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. This you know, guy, he, yeah. He's the right amount of interaction with the crowd. He uses the right tunes. His customer service apparently has been really good. Yeah. But, you know, we've been sat in this wedding all night and we're watching him do his thing and he's amazing. You yeah. know, it's not that. You have people voting for you who 
like let's say let's go back to the photography world now you have people voting for you who you shot their wedding for well how do they know you're the best photographer in the in, in the southeast because they've only used you so yeah, ex- yeah. <laughs> yeah a very right, little yes. frame of reference there so yeah yeah and and it goes on to say and i'm gonna be careful here because I'm, I'm not going to say who it is, but it says no. uh, on the website, and this came back uh, several months ago, it says about the, the awards, it, says it is not simply about the total number of votes received. It says just because one wedding supplier does more weddings than another doesn't necessarily mean that they are better. It says so each entrance average voter score will be calculated and used throughout. Um, the proportion of each entrance are eligible voters who will vote will be also taken into account by the panel when necessary and applicable. Use of each entrance average voter score enables suppliers of all sizes to compete on a level playing field. This is a vital aspect of these awards. Yeah, that's fine. What are they voting on? Yeah, you know, and uh, so is it photography? Is it photography? Is it the is it is it the customer service? Is it is it the Mm. whole thing? You know, what is it that they're voting on? Yeah, and fair play to these guys. They're trying to do something. You know, you know, and uh, but. I don't think it's something that you can actually really do and, and regulate. I mean, look at the societies. You go to their show, their their trade show that they have, and they have an exhibition of all of the photographers that put work in, and they award yep. that, that, you know, they'll pick their favourites and whatever. But that's judged by their peers, isn't it? Now, They're judged now, by the... Now, we've spoken to those judges and how do they yeah. judge those pictures and, and what really, you know, what makes it. Now, that's completely different to the these awards, because if you're looking for the best wedding photographer in the southeast or the best wedding photographer in London, I'd always be dubious that if I looked at a website and it said best photographer in Birmingham, you know, 2023, mm. you know, I'd be thinking, well, you know, but then I know the industry. But then I'm aware of that. You know, if someone said voted best DJ of the year. 2023 for for regional you know mm. I'd, I'd be thinking you know i would be sort of uh, i wouldn't necessarily sort of take that on and unless it's a a national award by a nationally recognized board or something then that's mm. then that is different and then then would i enter something like that that was that, that i thought that i you know i would think would be valid then then yes you know but then some people are going to say to me well i entered the awards i didn't win but hey you know what i picked up a lot of work and then you think well it's a no-brainer because if you've you know, if, if you've used that as your marketing and then, yeah, then. How are these, why are these people in existence? I mean, uh, uh, where's the money for them? Uh, well, they do, they host these award dinners. Um, right. So, so you pay to go to, you know, you, you book a table of say. <laughs> you eight, pay to ten. go to your own awards, do you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You pay for your dinner. So somewhere along the line, these awards have been set up and, and, and the organizers, these event organizers, shall we say, are making money from it because, you know, fair play, that's their job. If they're making money through organizing events, that's fine. If that's their job, mm. if that's how they earn money, then, then, then great. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. What I do is that that is how valid that these that how valid these awards are. You know, um, that's that's my only concern. And also, if somebody says that's the best DJ in the southeast, what makes that person? And you know, and uh, the, you know, why is that person the best DJ? It's mm. just because they've had a lot of people that you know because they've bothered to it. Well, I say they're bothered to enter the awards, but then you're never going to win award, any award if you're never going to enter it. It's not a national no. lottery, isn't it? If you're not, you're not going to enter, you're not going to be a lottery winner. But you got a lot of you, you basically done a bit of a voting campaign. I mean, I guess in some respects that's what happens in the Oscars, wasn't it? Um, I don't know if you get uh, nominated and then you do it, but you know there are press packs sent out. There's a lot of stuff happening. 
for I'm someone sure to lot, win an Oscar. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of there's a lot of politics that go into that as well. You know, yeah. they they, uh, they need to be seen to be transparent. The Oscars is a is a is a different thing, and I'm sure that uh, there, there are things that go on that you know we don't know about. That you know, but uh, no, I wasn't know, saying anything on to what was going on. All I'm saying yeah. is, I, I don't know how it works. If obviously you got to be in a pretty good film for to be yeah. considered consideration, and then I know a lot of sort of um, sort of in in industry marketing goes on mm. um, for that film that director for example that act that actor um yeah. to, to get to get the oscar or yeah. even to get the nomination there there's a lot of press packing there's a lot of marketing going on for to the right people not necessarily things we would see it's yeah. to the well, the uh, i guess the academy award people yes um yeah i'm not saying anything anything untoward but it, there is an element of marketing going on to get that person to win an oscar yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, and I'm looking at some of the things that they have, and they have best sort of wedding transport of the year. Um, uh, you know, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I love the fact they're using transport. So it's a, you know, <laughs> any mode of transport. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So what makes somebody, you know, um, you know, who's going to be offering the, you know, who's going to make somebody an award winner for that? Anyway, just want to say because I've been getting, I've seen, been seeing some of this on social media. I've been getting emails about it. You know, you need to enter, and you know, uh, it's really simple to enter, and uh, it's a national award and that type of thing. I'm not so sure about them. If you do enter and you and you've won, or you do enter and you've not won, and you just think these are a good idea, then let us know because. You know, you know, we, we, you know, I've just had sort of my opinion on it, yeah. but I do always like to see both sides of the story. So I'm never, I'm not going to say that. Uh, yeah, they are a complete waste of time. What I'm saying is that, if, in my opinion, is that how how valid are they? I think that's really what I'm trying to say. Yeah, doesn't seem particularly real, I guess. But but anyway, that's food for thought. But yes, please do get in touch with us. We're we're always happy, as you know. Craig got in touch, and we 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 said the story. Um, so we're always happy for people to to, to get in touch with us. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed um, this episode. Um, please do like, follow, and uh, subscribe to all the uh, the major socials. So we are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Uh, all brand new spanking. Yes. YouTube. Uh, so do get us on. Uh, we pr promise for all those people who do listen to us on YouTube, we will start doing videos soon. Uh, we're just a little scared at the moment. Um, so um, yeah, please do like and subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Email in, all that, uh, because we we love having uh, uh, our, our listeners getting involved. Um, and with all that said, I believe that is everything. Um, thank you very much, Cam. Nice seeing you again. And um, yeah, we will see you all at the next one. Bye for now. Cheers, guys. <laughs>